0: All right. Welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm your hostess, Darcy. I'm Kyle. Thanks for joining us again. We have another blog post um, from the Deming Institute. This one was written by Dennis Sargent. Don't know him. Um, He's the president of Sargent Results Group. Okay. So this is about how Dennis got to hear mike dugan the mayor of detroit speak in 2016 so i assume he's no longer the mayor of Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> well i don't know, that was I, don't four know. Years. I don't know how long the terms I last no so um, but before he was the mayor of detroit he was the ceo of the detroit medical center in today's global economy quality matters benjamin franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. He's the CEO of the Detroit Medical Center. Interesting career so, change. Again, I have... Lots highlighted. This is very interesting, very funny. We talk a lot about top-down leadership, mm-hmm. and then I've heard people speak about bottom-up culture. Yes. Um, and at first, I don't even think I've shared this with Kyle. You know, the two didn't make sense to me, but mm-hmm. now we've done, mm-hmm. you know, enough studies that I understand the leadership has to be from top down. Leaders have to really be buying into what's happening, yep, um, and not doing it just to get a certification or whatever. But you want to include everyone from the bottom up.
1: Yep, everyone so, has a critical role to play.
0: I got how it works now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it really is like some of simple symbols—a welder and a helper. If the helper brings the uh, welder the wrong stick. The whole world's bad. It doesn't matter how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone has to understand the, the, how critical it is. Their job. And you put that in the wrong application, that part's going to melt down and cause millions of dollars of damage and kill people.
0: All right. So let's go back to my lighthearted <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Dugan, he's the CEO. Um, he had been tasked with trying to solve a multi-million dollar loss the year before.
1: That's a fun place so to start. So we have spent
0: a number of time discussing how profit is a side positive impact mm-hmm. of quality. Obviously, this is a negative thing. Um. so he started dialoguing with the nursing staff. That's who he went to first. And he said, you know, what can we do? We've had a big loss. Mm-hmm. What do you think we can do? And they said, well, patient, patient discharge. Sometimes it takes three hours To get an ambulatory patient Mm -hmm. out of here. Ambulatory means healthy, up, walking, mobile, can walk out on their own two feet.
1: Okay, that's good because I wasn't sure what that word meant. I'm pretty
0: sure that's what it means. Sounds good.
1: (laughs) We'll we'll say that's what it means.
0: Um, But they had to be wheeled out. In a yeah. wheelchair, even I, though they're ambulatory.
1: Well, I've had people do that to me after surgery. It's like they insist to, on like I can freaking walk. Let me walk out of here.
0: Yeah, like I just walked to get up and use the bathroom. I just walked to go change my clothes. I just walked to go get my baby out of the little <laughs> incubator. Like, oh yeah, but yeah. I can't walk out of here. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, they wheeled me out every time I had a baby. Yeah. Um, So the nurses said, it takes sometimes up to three hours to get a wheelchair to get the patients out of here. Mm -hmm. And Mike, the CEO, says, well, then who is it? And they said, well, it's the transporters. The nurse says the transporters.
1: We go talk to the transport people. Go talk
0: to the transport people. They said, we got bigger fish to fry. Mm -hmm. We're moving people from ER to surgery and surgery Mm -hmm. to recovery and then to their rooms. And we're dealing with sick people first. Don't you want us to help the sick people first?
1: Okay. And so, Makes sense.
0: so Mike says, "Well, where can I help? Then yeah. you know you got all this to do. Where can I help?" And they said, "Well, it's the lack of operable
1: wheelchairs." Okay, so the transport people are slowed down because they don't have enough working wheelchairs, mm-hmm. and then that slows down the whole process getting people out the front door. Right. So okay. they
0: said a lot of them are always in for repairs, and he says, "Well, who's responsible for that?" And the transporters say, <laughs> "It's the wheelchair recha- repair wheelchair repair shop." <laughs> Say that five times fast. Will, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, it says he goes down to the wheelchair repair shop. Okay. And it notes it's the first time anyone there has seen the CEO. Wow. I don't know how long he's been the CEO. Right. Okay. And guess what they said?
1: Someone else's fault.
0: Not us. (laughs) It's not us. It was purchasing.
1: Okay. Because so they can't get problem. their parts to fix the wheelchair. It all makes
0: sense, though. So, he goes to purchasing. Guess what purchasing says?
1: Someone they give me the right requirements. Not I'm us. Gonna, yeah. Not us. Yeah.
0: They said it's the suppliers. Oh, yeah. The suppliers won't send the parts because accounting's not paying them in a timely manner.
1: I've run into <laughs> that
0: before, too. So, goes to accounting. And guess what accounting says? Oh, someone else's problem. They said... Yeah, we're not paying the suppliers. He says, why not? Why are you holding up the payments? They said, uh, the CEO told us to.
1: <laughs> uh, full circle. <laughs> it
0: says It says, when Mike inquired about who the culprit was so he could hold them personally responsible for this uh-huh. colossal waste of time... The accountant pointed out that he was acting at the request of the CEO.
1: Wow. Well, let's think about that. Like, they are three hours there, right? So, think about the nurses that are responsible for this person during that time. I mean, you've got hundreds of dollars of waste, per incident, plus it's a bed that can't be filled, I was about and was bed's say, a profit And center. somebody's
0: waiting in recovery on yeah. a bed. You know, I, I think mean, about every time I've had a baby, and, yeah. you know, of course, the last one, it was delivery and recovery. It was right. all in the same room, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, just waiting on your room when you're done yeah. with surgery or whatever the case I mean, case so you're dealing be. with
1: cost plus a missed opportunity for profit because that bed's still full and, like, and
0: i had to i oh always think about it from my point of view the patient or customer like i'm getting charged more for being there for three more hours this is true so then he realized <laughs> wow the bus stops with me wow like i'm the leader what am i gonna do about this that's
1: fun <laughs>
0: um so he gave this is actually a two-part blog we're gonna wrap <laughs> it up into one Um, He gave better leadership direction to accounting. Then he started thinking more about the original problem Mm -hmm. and about how it's taking three hours to get ambulatory patients out. Yeah. Why are they waiting on a wheelchair? Yep. So he started asking why. Why? And a question was, why improve what should be eliminated?
1: Well, I'm going to throw something else in here real quick. Uh, root cause analysis one of these things that gets thrown around. And, Your buzzwords. Yes. And it's a legitimate tool and it's a legitimate thing to do. And there's a number of ways to do it. But this, folks, this is root cause analysis.
0: Okay. So here he goes. And he's asking his team, why? Why do we have to mm-hmm. wheel out patients that are able to walk out on their own power? Mm-hmm. First answer he got was because it was federal regulations. They required it. He said, "Okay, give me a copy of the federal requirement."
1: <laughs>
0: Days later, an answer came back: "No, there's no federal requirement. It's state of Michigan.
1: Ah, there it's you their go. requirement. Yeah, there you go."
0: And Mike said, "Why?" And he asked to see the chapter and verse. Yeah. So find it for me. Uh huh. Again, answer came back: "No state requirement either." Mm-hmm. Well, it was a requirement of the DMC, the Detroit mm-hmm. Medical Centers right. insurance carrier. Insurance okay. required. Gotcha. Which kind of makes sense. It does. Um. So Mike says, "Why give me the coverage it sure yeah, sure that shares?" Says that. Guess what? Not there. No requirement. <laughs> so Mike asked, "Why?" And now the answer was, "Why not stop doing this and see what the outcome is?" Mm-hmm. Well, so they put out a new practice that ambulatory patients could walk under their own power. Without
1: wheelchairs. You know, when I first started writing uh, all of our safety procedures and whatnot, you know, they sell these stock procedures. You can download them online. They've got all these Mm -hmm. stock trainings. And the first thing I noticed is, my gosh, these things are complicated. Mm -hmm. There's so many rules in here. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think to myself, like, how the heck am I going to get Bubba to follow these rules? We literally had a guy named Bubba. And he was everything you'd think he was, <laughs> and like, how am I going to get Bubba to follow all these rules? And so I, I did something similar. It's like, well, what are the requirements? So we had two sets of requirements. You got, you know, uh, Texas has a, has a few regulations. and You got uh, OSHA, and so, and I still have the binder, to keep it in my office. And so I printed out the federal regulations. For forklifts, anything that could possibly attach to a forklift, any requirements around the forklift, printed them all. I went through, it did like you did on your little blog post here, and I highlighted everything that might matter. And then what's amazing is you compare that against the standard practices that are out there. The standard practices that everyone believes are in compliance with the law are twice what needs done. Yeah. It's absolutely twice what needs done.
0: They're trying to CYA and nobody actually takes yeah. the time yep. to read the procedures. And I'm not
1: saying that sometimes those extra restrictions are not valuable. We put our own extras in there that weren't mm-hmm. required by law. But what's the minimum I have to do? And that's where you can improve from. You can't improve from someone else's assumptions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, I like this guy, I like leaders that you know, are willing to make changes mm-hmm. and especially make changes within himself and realize, Oh, oh yeah. Crap, I'm the one <laughs> that screwed this up. Um, so he has, you know, put into this new practice that they can walk out. If they can walk out, they can walk out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says when he got back to his office later, he heard a disturbance from the hall and joyfully discovered the nurses were cheering. They were celebrating the decision to stop doing something that had been embedded in the culture And built into policies that serve no real purpose or requirements. That's awesome. In other words, they stopped trying to improve that which should be eliminated. I love it. And in doing so, removed a source of delay and unhappiness for customers and staff.
1: Same thing. So yeah,
0: I, I I love how our episodes are starting to connect. Yeah, um, the previous one, you know, with Toyota mm-hmm. and the rubber mallet, mm-hmm. and in this one, he quotes mm-hmm. Stephen Covey, and we okay. actually use this quote: "The way we see the problem is the problem." Yep. So yep, yep, yep. You know, if we see a problem that can be solved, mm-hmm. great, then let's solve it. If we see the problem, it's just a problem. Yeah. You know, I know you. Kyle talks to our kids about this a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, if they say, I can't do it, or I just, you know, or I'll try to. Yeah. Then that sets Very yourself valid. up for failure. Very it gives valid. yourself permission. It's that tolerance yeah. uh-huh. that we talked about. Yep. You know, yep. you're giving yourself a tolerance to fail. You're giving yep. yourself permission to fail. So you've got to view a problem as something to be solvable. And then there's another quote from Dimming that I wanted to um, read He said, we're living in prison under the tyranny of the prevailing style of management, a style of interaction between people, between teams, between divisions, between competitors. We need to throw overboard our theories and practices of the present and build afresh.
1: I agree. It's the same thing Covey talks about with the paradigm shift is it sometimes really requires a complete brand new way of approaching a problem.
0: And sometimes it doesn't.
1: No, but you still you need to know that you need to have confidence what you're doing is correct. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes the same style of thinking to have that confidence, yeah. that assurance of what you're doing. Yeah,
0: it just took him, somebody taking the time to look mm-hmm. up his regulations because I assumed the same thing since they're sense. willing me out every yeah. time. Now, after a day surgery, I can see because you've been right. under anesthesia and things like right. that. But, you know, when I've... Had a baby, mm-hmm. normally, not yeah. a C-section. C-section, I mm-hmm. can even understand. But when I've had a baby, no complications. I've mm-hmm. been walking around the room, mm-hmm. holding my baby, well, getting we, my clothes yeah. changed. Why well, do I have our, to wait
1: on a wheelchair? I remember with our oldest, and I remember thinking, how stupid is this? Mm-hmm. Because we had to stay at the Ronald McDonald house. Our oldest had to be in the NICU for a few days. Had some mm-hmm. problems. He's, uh, he's he's fine now. He um, was fine
0: when he got yeah, released. Yeah.
1: And... <laughs> But, you know, we stayed a couple nights at the Ronald McDonald house. And so, like, we're up on our own. Yeah. But when Darcy... Like, this is days later. We've been on our own.
0: For, like, five days. Yeah.
1: Like, they have to put her and the baby in a wheelchair to leave. And I'm like, this is stupid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, yeah. And, you know, to find out that there's no federal regulation. Now, yeah. Maybe because they were in um, Michigan or yeah. Minnesota. So, maybe in Texas... There is. I don't know. Maybe it's an insurance care. Like, you know, maybe it's I just can, another example. I can see all those things being a possibility.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you know, if someone else, again, this is what I, what I meant by this earlier. It's like you can't improve off of someone else's assumption. Mm-hmm. Because if I, as somewhat of an expert in this area, told you, well, I, I think insurance requires this. The next person you tell is going to be, hey, Kyle said insurance said it requires it. Mm-hmm. Y- that my doubt and my hesitation is going to get lost right. immediately. It's
0: like the game of telephone. It is. is. Try to tell it us. is.
1: Yeah. You can't build off someone else's assumptions. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's quality assurance. You have to be assured, assured. of the quality that you're providing.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, and you have to be willing to make the changes yes. and not carry the chip
1: on your shoulder. It's tough. It's tough and it's scary. Because mm-hmm. even when you... I mean, again, I've done this with uh, different safety safety things. We had uh, um, abrasive uh, blast houses and, you know, we realized that some of what we were doing was overkill. And so rolling back those restrictions and rolling back those requirements that I had on my people for two years, it was nerve wracking. It was scary, even though I knew. We were overdoing some things. Mm-hmm. Rolling those restrictions back did not make me feel good. Yeah. I mean, it makes was, you
0: feel like, what if I missed them? Yes. What if I missed it somewhere?
1: Yes. And I, I think that just happens happens too often. Mm-hmm. And it seems like we wind up hitting the poles, right? Either we're doing too much for no good reason or we're not doing mm-hmm. enough. And it just, it's, I hate, I hate living those extremes.
0: Yeah. So that was, I, I really liked that. And that the CEO. Oh, yeah. And, you yeah. Know, <laughs> and it stopped, like it's a perfect example of yep. top down leadership. <laughs> yep. It is. It is. So. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cool. So when you listen to our podcast, however you listen to them. Make sure you click subscribe so you'll be alerted when there's a new one out. If you need more information, you can go to qmcast.com and find lots of information about us there.